This is Life with Monica Matthews. Somebody's got to say it. So, dear Monica, I'm a 23-year-old guy, and most people my age are liberals. Do you have any tips on dealing with annoying Trump-hating liberals in the workplace? It's driving me crazy because I know if I say how I really feel, I'll get targeted Any help would be appreciated. This is one of my many dear Monica's. And this is not going to be a partisan response. That is a partisan um, uh, email. And clearly that's his struggle because he lands on one side of the aisle and apparently many other people his age, particularly where he works, do not. And I don't know where he works. Um, I would imagine probably in a bar, restaurant industry, something uh, where people tend to Um, be much more liberal with their opinions at work. Um, So my answer to this is very simple. You are hired at a job to do a job. I was raised by a very hardworking Democrat, um, GM lifer, General Motors lifer, never missed a day of work, had a perfect record for attendance for over 21 years and taught us all how to work diligently and how to go to work and not complain. He also taught me that you do not go to work to make family and friends. You go to work to perform a task and to to perform it well. In addition to that, my father taught me uh, the age-old proverb of you work as unto your creator because your creator, some of you call it karma, the universe, whatever, but your creator sees all things, and rewards you openly. That's one of those promises that I hold on to when I'm struggling with stuff like this. And listen, I've struggled in my own career, not because of my faith, but because of my sex, because I work in a very male-dominated industry, and I'm not one to subscribe to glass ceilings. I just didn't come into this industry with that mentality, and I've worked so hard to maintain my purity of thought with regard to that because I love men and I respect men and I like to honor men and I think men are extremely valuable and I don't see myself as unequal at all. I don't even think in those terms. I see men as protectors. I see them as providers. I'm extremely basic whenever it comes to the male-female relationship, but I also know that we were created equal. So I don't struggle with that in myself. But professionally, the reality is that there is a paradigm in place in my industry that has historically catered to a particular sex. It's nothing personal against me. I don't take it personally per se. But I'm just telling you, I've had my own struggles with this to let you know that I'm not um, a stranger to this conversation, not really politically speaking, as much as There are just some definitive uh, rules of the game in my industry that I've had to really guard my heart. And that's my advice to you, to guard your own mind and to guard your heart around these issues. Because, again, all of this serves to um, separate you from people you work with. And your workplace can be an enjoyable experience, especially if we could ever get back to Work is not designed to be our number one family unit. Work is not designed to be a playground. 
work is not designed to be a daycare center. Work is about production. So whatever your colleagues are doing that is counterproductive, I would simply say to you, remove yourself. Don't bring your political ideologies into the workplace. Whether you are a Trump supporter, whether you are a Biden supporter, black, white, it do, gay, straight, Muslim, Christian, it doesn't matter. The level playing field is that you are there for productivity. You are there to increase a bottom line because when your bottom line increases, guess what else increases? Your ability to prosper. It's very simple. You can feed yourself. You can provide for yourself and your family. Shelter, food, very basic necessities by virtue of who you align yourself with to earn a paycheck. Okay, so if you can keep first things first and guard your heart, remember it always starts in your own mirror and guard your heart against these vitriolic conversations. It's very easy to want to defend. And I tell Christians this all the time. You are not there to defend your faith. It's the same thing. You're there to work. And if you want to, if you want to be an example, if you want to proselytize, if you want to, uh, if you want to evangelize at the workplace, just show up and do a good job. <laughs> show up on time. <laughs> show up dressed decently. Show up unoffended. Show up not looking for someone to try to flirt with you just because they held the door open. <laughs> Show up, you know, without your sexuality and your sexual preferences written across your forehead or on your sleeve or on your backpack. You know, I mean, just show up with one common goal in mind to produce what you've been trusted. You've been entrusted to produce something for a company that you, it's called a company for a reason, right? We call them companies in the military for a reason because they all, they're all there to serve one purpose. The company moves forward. It's usually for liberation, right? So having a paycheck is pretty liberating. <laughs> I could be wrong, but last time I checked, it is. So when people try, I, I guess what I would also say to you is this is what I do. I just put on my armor before I go in that my number one goal has to be connecting with people at my job so that we can all be productive. So if something is counterproductive, I simply remove myself from it. I will not engage. I do that. You would be shocked at the different arenas. I, go. I was judging a beauty pageant recently in South Georgia, and someone wanted to talk about our heartbeat bill that we passed here in the state of Georgia and whether or not we agreed with abortion. And I thought, I'm thinking to myself, <laughs> I may be blonde, but I'm way too smart to step into that sewer. <laughs> so it's like, I don't even know you people. And I'm the odd man out. I've never judged a beauty pageant. And I just know you're waiting for me to step in it. And so I'm not really sure. And the reason why they asked was because a number of the contestants came forward with their the uh, highly uh, contentious opinions on it's my body, it's my right to choose, or, you know, God's coming for us because we all abort our babies. It was one or the other. I mean, I'm in Georgia, okay? So this is highly polarized conversation we're having. And I had made up my decision that um, I wasn't going to be, I made up my mind, I wasn't going to be dragged into that level of disparity because I wasn't there for that. This, it wasn't my opinion that mattered. I wasn't the beauty contestant. We had contestants for that. So I had to make a conscious choice to keep first 
things first. And in the workplace, it works. You're there to be productive. And people, I'm telling you now, it doesn't, this is for some of you who feel like no one pays attention to what you do. I promise you with every fiber of my being, you may not be recognized at this job, but there's going to come a day when all that hard work, all that putting your head down and being productive and being a positive, productive employee, I promise you, it will come back to you tenfold. Someone will notice. Someone is noticing. (laughs) So someone's keeping a record. Trust me. So just choose, just choose to do good. Choose life. All right. You can follow me on Twitter at Monica on your talk, the Monica Matthews and Monty Matthews on Facebook, iTunes, Stitcher, MonicaMatthews.com. Be kind to yourself. I love you so much. Make sure you follow me on Twitter. It's never boring. Always exciting. Uh, I remember if you're an American, act like one. 